Hey, good evening, everyone. This is The Pillaged Pastor, and welcome to another episode of The Pillaged Pastor. You're going to have to forgive my froggy voice this beautiful evening. It's been raining all day in Spokane. It's crazy just waiting for the sunshine to come out. But uh, maybe I'll bring a little sunshine into your life with this episode, this topic about dreams. Does God speak to us through dreams today? Today, does he speak to you in your dream world, if you will? And how do you know? How do you know it's God? And it's not just that pepperoni pizza that you had the night before. How do you know it's not little Caesar, the little man himself that's speaking to you? Would you truly know it was the Lord? So, That's our topic for today. That's what we're talking about. Stay tuned. Now, as we go into the Bible, we know that God has spoken by way and through dreams and visions. But does he do that today? Some will argue that he does. Some will say that he does not. Where do you stand with that? Is that a valid method by which the almighty God could possibly communicate with you? Because if you're a believer, you know that he does speak by way of the Holy Spirit. So why a dream? Like if God can put his spirit in someone to remind him of the teachings and words of Jesus to empower you to actually obey that teaching, be successful in obeying that teaching, then why does God have to give you a dream? I mean, what's the point of that? What's the point of an angel ever appearing to you and speaking to you by way, God speaking to you by way of an angel? If today he speaks by his spirit, right? But we do know a verse that was quoted in the New Testament, in the book of Acts, as the early church got up and running After Jesus was crucified, raised from the dead, hung on a, well, hung on a cross, raised from the dead, seated at the right hand of the Father in heaven. We know that the author, Luke, of the book of Acts quotes a scripture passage from Joel chapter 2, verse 28, if we were to break it down. And remember back then, guys, they didn't have chapters and they didn't have verses. That didn't come along till later when we started breaking things down in order to follow and teach, learn, study the Bible. But basically in Joel, the prophet Joel basically said, and it shall come to pass afterward that I will pour my spirit on all flesh. So there is going to come a time I'm going to pour out my spirit on all flesh. It doesn't matter if you're Jew. It doesn't matter if you're Greek. It doesn't matter if you're a Scythian. It doesn't matter if you're French. It doesn't matter if you're German. I'm going to pour out my spirit upon all flesh. And your sons and your daughters, they're going to prophesy. They're going to speak the very words of God. They're going to be given the words of God to speak. Your old men are going to dream dreams. Your young men shall see visions. And it doesn't have to necessarily be in that order. Your young men can dream. Your old men can see visions. And that's just going to be the way it is. That's a promise that we have. We can hold to some 2,000 years later. 
almost 2000 years since that prophecy has been not the prophecy itself, but the repetition in the book of Acts has been given. Joel, though, basically says, hey, this is going to be a normal thing. God will speak in dreams. He will speak in visions. And a matter of fact, he always has. He, he has throughout the Old Testament in the New Testament. We see God speaking to people he loved and people that, uh, I don't know, weren't necessarily God lovers. He spoke to them through dreams, visions, angelic encounters, and mouths of donkeys, if you will. So here's the thing. Here's the thing, people. Does he speak today in dreams? And does he speak today in visions? I believe he does. And um, hey, it's all right if you don't think he's going to speak that way to you. It might creep you out to think that God's going to appear in a dream in some way or give you an utterance. And how would you even know it's of the Lord anyway, if he were to do just that? But we know one thing. We know that God knows us. He knows us so well that if he were to give us a dream, he knows if you would really receive it as a word from him, a message from him, he knows how he needs to speak to you for, for him to get his point across. And if God's going to speak, he's not going to waste time. He's not going to waste your time. He's not going to waste his own time, which is more important. And so when he speaks, He's going to make it clear that it's him speaking. So if he decides to do that in a dream or a vision, he's going to make it clear that it's him. Nonetheless, man, how many false religions, cults, occults have been started because of a vision or dream that people claimed was of God, but it in fact wasn't because it was contradictory to all revelation prior to that. I mean, for instance, I had these, uh, these nut cases show up at my door. I can speak like that because now as the village pastor, I can say whatever's on my mind, whether it's right or wrong, whether my attitude's right or wrong, I reserve the right to say things the way I want to say them. As a person who loves Jesus, but's broken, admits that nutcases show up at my door. There's some offshoot of Jehovah's Witness, the JWs, God bless their souls. These guys show up at my door and they're talking about a mother God. I, I I was stunned. I freaked out. I was pissed, honestly. And I showed him I was pissed. I honestly was going to throw these guys off my front porch. And good friend of mine's like, where's the love, man? Where's the love? And I'm like, I ain't got no love for these people. I ain't got no love because they're going to go door to door. They're going to be spreading their false gospel, false truth, false good news. Ain't good news at all. If they're going to be like telling you all these stuff, all the stuff that you have to do to be made right with God, apart from receiving Jesus by faith. Right. And he does all the rest, but these guys, man, really ticked me off. And I'm sure one of them, if not their leader, their false prophet. And I told the guy straight up to his face, dude, you're a false prophet going around teaching this garbage that doesn't even make sense. A mother God, give me a break. Show me the scripture passage. They couldn't do it. Nonetheless, they had a vision. They had a revelation. They had a dream and it was false. So you got to guard yourself from that, right? By going to the word, seeing a consistency of that throughout scripture. Make sure that it's all legit, my friend. Make sure it's all legit. But if the Lord knows that you will receive a word from him by way of a dream, why would he not speak to you? in a dream. Very possible. Doesn't want to lead you astray. The enemy wants to lead you astray. Devil masquerades as an angel of light, right? He is looking 
as a lion to devour you, your faith, your hope. But at first, whenever the enemy comes about in your life, remember, I mean, he's always promising something he can't deliver, giving you false hope, feeding you lies, and you need to be able to go back again to God's revelation and judge it through that filter of the word of God that we already have, what God has already spoke, what he has already communicated. So God does use dreams, and I believe he uses dreams to give instruction that will be consistent with the instruction that he's already given. Job 33, 16 says, he may speak in their ears. He may terrify them with warnings. Maybe that's what it's about, dude. Don't take that trip. Don't go there. I don't know if you were ever a fan of that series, that movie saga that was called Final Destination. It's pretty cool. I actually enjoyed it. It got a little gruesome for me, but nonetheless, I like stuff like that. I'll close my eyes. I'll walk away. I'll pick up and get the story. I might appreciate the story, just not the graphic detail. But do you believe that God would show up in your life to basically say, hey, man, you were going to go on that trip to Maui. Don't go. Don't go to Maui. Like, like gives you that freakish feeling. You have a dream. You have a bad dream. Nonetheless, you get up, you probably will head to Maui. You'll feel a little sick inside, a little worrisome because you had kind of, you know, a dream. And uh, only time will tell. Only circumstance will tell whether that was of the Lord or not. You know, trying to interrupt your plans. I want God to interrupt my plans if it means my plane going down on my way to Maui. You understand me? But at the same time, I mean, you have to be able to truly like take these things into consideration judge them by the word of God. Ask God, man, you give me, if this is of you, you got to give me a second chance here. You got to speak to me in another way. There has to be some more clarification to this. If not a second time, a third time, bring some more clarification to the issue. And I know people that have done just that. God, I had this dream, terrifying, possibly from you. Bring someone else to clarify that dream. Next thing you know, someone comes into your life, they say something relating to just that. They do something relating to just that to maybe bring some more clarity to what you possibly may have understood by way of that dream that God has given to you. It is okay to ask God to clarify a dream. If you think something's truly come of him, ask ask him to clarify it. Ask him to prove it. Show himself again and then again. Take everything through that filter, that scripture filter. It's got to align align with biblical truth, biblical principle, biblical teaching. And you should look for some clarification as well from those you love, that you respect in the faith, who may be more mature than you in the faith. Clarify things with them. Good thing to do. You know, He also uses dreams to break down our walls of self-defense. Break down our walls of self-defense. How has he done that in your life? Humbled you, spoken to you directly to say, man, you got to let go. You got to give it over to God. You can't keep doing this. You're going to give yourself a heart attack, right? Like, listen, man. 
I'm in control. You're not in control. You will never be in control and you need to trust me. So maybe God shows up in a vision and is like, dude, literally you need to let go. This issue is haunting you over and over. You're dreaming about it day and night, but I'm going to show up in your dream. I'm going to go ahead and give you some revelation, some insight into this. And it starts with this. It's quite simple. He didn't need to maybe show up in a dream to communicate this to you, but is it in regards to a relationship, a big move that you're making in your life? Like, what is it about? Like you're dreaming about it. It's keeping you up at night. God shows up in a dream and communicates and whispers to you that you got to let it go. Give it over to me. Give it over to me. I'm the only one that has the answers. I wish I can go further actually into that concept and that God would actually communicate in a dream saying, surrender to me. Let me have it hand it over to me. But it was based on someone else's experience. And what they pretty much said, they said that, hey, God would often speak to them in dreams during very stressful circumstances to basically say, you got to let go of this. You got to hand it over to me. And it was clear to them. They woke up and they're just really like, this is killing me. And I feel like God just wants me to let it go and give it over to him. God just wants me to let it go and give it over to him. So we're going to take a quick break. This is the pillage pastor with a cold, all froggy. I'll trying to communicate the heart of God to my brothers and sisters out there. So stay tuned. Does God speak to us through dreams? An emphatic yes. The Bible's clear that God is all powerful. Of course, he can do whatever he wants. He definitely wants to communicate with us and you know what? Maybe it is in the still of the night when your brain is finally quieted, when you don't have your cell phone out, you're not watching TV, right? You're not thinking about the day and the next day. And it's the most quiet time of your day is in the still of the night. And God has to show up during that time. You won't give him any other time. You're not setting aside any other time to hear from the Lord. And so he just has to interrupt your dreams and communicate that way. He did with Daniel. He did with Joseph. He did with Peter. He did with Paul. He did on and on with different people throughout scripture. Joseph, Jacob, on and on. Moses, Abraham, communicating in dreams to communicate with them because their mind was still at that particular time, they were receptive to what he might want to say. And then they would wake up with a confidence that it truly was of the Lord. He was the one communicating because it was consistent with previous revelation. Now, if you are wondering, still, is this true? Is it possible? The Bible tells us, again, coming back to that revelation. It shall come to pass afterward. I'm going to pour out my spirit on all flesh. Your sons and daughters, they're going to prophesy, man. Your old men are going to have visions. Your young men are going to dream dreams or vice versa. It's going to happen. And it continues to happen today. Years and years, thousands of years since that passage of scripture has been communicated to us in the Bible. It continues to happen today, and we can take it to the bank. But we have to be on guard. Is it truly of the Lord? Maybe it's not. You better be on guard. It could lead you astray. Could be the enemy. He speaks just as much, if not more, than God. 
I truly believe that. It's not fair, but it's true. The enemy speaks oftentimes more than God speaks. The enemy is involved in every facet, every area of our life in this world. It's easier to hear from the devil than it is to hear from God. And oftentimes it is the devil who is saying, I'm speaking the words of God. I am God. And you need to hear what I'm saying. So you got to take things into consideration when you truly believe that it is God who has spoken to you, even in a dream. I confess I have nightmares. I am haunted by nightmares, things I have done in the past, people I have hurt. And I don't think that God wants me to be pondering on such things, thinking on such things, dreaming such things, but that's just the way it is. Woken up in the night, tossing and turning throughout any given night, reminded of what I have done to hurt people and hurt myself and my future. I don't know if that's you. It's not where God wants us to live, but it's a tactic of the enemy that is a chosen method of his to take away your rest, to rob you of peace, to rape you of joy, to take it all away, and to interrupt your mind, your heart so much to where as if God wanted to speak to you, especially speak to you in a dream, you might not be receptive. And that's a sucky thing, people, not to be receptive to a dream from the Lord. But we need to know this. God does initiate a dream. He does communicate through a dream, and he wants to. We also have to understand that dreams were necessary throughout history because God's revelation was incomplete at that time. There was a time when he was giving revelation by way of a dream, but I don't think it's ended. He's not given us new revelation. He might give us wisdom and insight to our circumstances. He's not revealing to us something that other people don't know about him, aren't aware of about him. If he speaks to you in a dream today, it's about your circumstance. Dreams were both, I don't know, back in the day when God would give a dream, it was, you know, it's like what they call a special revelation speaking something to reveal something that had never been revealed before. But it wasn't just specific to an individual about an individual's life. That's different. See, if God's going to speak to you individually today, he might not reveal something that has yet to or never been revealed about himself or his character. I don't believe he would. I think it's more in relation to he's going to speak to a circumstance in your life, a perspective that you're to have, a change of mindset that you are to have. He's going to challenge you personally. He's not going to basically show up and say, like the guys at my door did, that I'm a woman. I am Mother God, and you must listen to me. And all of a sudden, you wake up and you're like, oh my gosh, I've received some new revelation about the very nature and character of God that's never been revealed before. No, no, no. You got you better really watch out for something like that, of course. It's more in the sense of, hey, you need to take this into consideration. You better not take that job. You better stop that relationship right now with that person. It's not what I want for your life, right? That is what it might look like for you. Let's take another break and come back to this topic. You know, some of these people sicken me. People that are pretty much like, no, you know, God only speaks by way of 
let's say, I mean, let's be super conservative. He only speaks by way of and through the Bible. That's it. He's not going to give you any kind of nudge in the spirit. He's not going to give you any kind of impulse to do this thing or that thing other than what he has straight up said in scripture. He doesn't speak through dreams. He doesn't give you visions anymore, which I believe is a bunch of baloney. It's these people are just like, they're almost afraid to get a dream or a vision. They're afraid of themselves, perhaps. They're afraid of what they might receive and hear from God. I I have no idea. They would rather box up God, keep him in a theological system that's safe. That might be just the way it is. Is It is a matter of fear. Don't give me a dream, God. I won't know if it's of you or not. And then be convinced that no, because I'm so afraid of God giving me a dream and being wrong about that dream, I'm going to just believe that God does not do that anymore. So many believers do that. They pretty much put the stops on God, tell him how and how he cannot operate. No, God, you'll never give me a dream. You'll never give me a vision. You'll never give me an idea for a new ministry that I have. It will always be just so cut and clear, easy, smooth sailing. There will be no contemplation. I will never have to guess. But the truth is, is that I don't see a God like that in scripture. I saw people who didn't get it. People who questioned how God worked. People who questioned Jesus, even after he called him. His disciples who never got him, never understood his teachings, were accused of never having faith. And I think we can find ourselves in that place, whether or not, I mean, we could be completely open to God and still lack faith, completely closed off to God doing anything special in our life and miss out that way. But don't miss out by saying God cannot give you a dream, a revelation, but definitely challenge that dream or that revelation that you receive. It should never contradict the nature of God as revealed in scripture. Definitely never contradict what God has clearly communicated in scripture. And if you know God's word, you'll be able to judge whether or not a dream is from him or not. If you've been reading through the word of God, and I'm not talking about taking Bible classes, seminary classes, having to have the knowledge of a pastor, because a lot of pastors are fruitcakes, don't get it. And so, um, and I can speak, you know, with some understanding of that for sure. But uh, there's a lot of people up there out there you shouldn't be looking up to. For sure, a lot of people you should not be looking up to. They got their own problems. And they claim to have the answers. And if they're claiming to have all the answers and have zero humility, walk out the door. Don't even listen to these people. They're full of bull. Baloney. Telling you. But does God speak through dreams? Does he speak through dreams? Is there a dream that he could give you that you could have full confidence in? That you could have full confidence in believing truly, man, that was the Lord. I know that dream was or is of God. Is it possible for you to have that level of confidence 
I believe it is possible for you to have that level of confidence in a dream that God gives you. I'm going to post a whole other episode on this too. I've done another episode, Contemplative Questions. Hopefully it's somewhat clear to you. It gets you thinking anyway. Not claiming to have all the answers. Just claiming to know the one who does. Just claiming to want know the one who does have all the answers. And he has all the answers. But you have to always base any revelation, any dream, again, going back to the foundation of Scripture. Because that's where it's at, my friend. The Bible has not changed its message for thousands of years. It has not been changed. Still tried and true. Still changes hearts. Changes the way people think, the direction of nations. And you might say, yeah, religion has also caused great wars. Yeah, it has. Because even if God were to speak, it doesn't mean that people can't manipulate you with the word of God. Take things out of context. And he can. He can totally take things out of context. But today, God can communicate through dreams and visions. We need to be careful to check any such, I don't know, guidance. We need to go into the scriptures. We need to receive godly counsel. Talk to those who maybe have a better walk with God than we do, or at least what your perception might be of that person's walk with God. And know that Satan is capable of producing great deception as well. Okay? I mean, the enemy can speak to you in a dream. 2 Timothy 3, 16 through 17 is going to show you that God has revealed, does reveal his will to us. And that is primarily through his word. Okay? He does reveal his will to us through his word. All scripture, it says, is God-breathed. It's useful for teaching, rebuking, correcting, training in righteousness, that the man of God may be thoroughly equipped for every good work. So you don't have to ask God to give you a dream for understanding. You don't have to ask God to give you a vision to seek understanding. Because he's given you his word. He's given you the Bible. Nonetheless, he'll still give you a dream to snap you out of it. He'll still give you even a nightmare to snap you out of it. Try to get you to go in a direction that you are not going. I've had visions. I've had dreams in the night. Some of them very peaceful. Some of them terrifying. And that's for another time. This is the Pillage Pastor. Grace come down for such a sinner as I and for such a sinner as you.